You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we come to you once again for an episode of Nip Tuck, a special one for you today. We've finished the show off, we've done, we've gone over every single episode, but before we get into a complete series recap, we need to recap season six because it happened and there's stuff to talk about it. We're going to keep things uh, going and pumping and excitable along the way. So, uh, a very uh, interesting season, one that uh, definitely got a lot of uh, bad remarks from us, but uh, it'll be interesting to talk about how things turn out as we wrap this up moving forward into a series recap next week. My name is Ben, and that is such great soap in there. Love it. <laughs> and uh, my name's Nick, uh, a tall, arrogant, peacock, womanizer, clothes whore, damaged, dangerous asshole. <laughs> um, you've just noticed my Tinder profile then. Thanks. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, we're here, back, and, uh, better than ever, because we're wrapping things up, um, for this season at least. Season six, Nick, uh, we weren't kind about this season for the most part. It improved, uh, but I mean, you know, I think we started trending the term season six episode, uh, which, (laughs) you know, the legacy of this season, not the best, but, uh, you know, we did find a few redeeming qualities about this season, I think, towards the end. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones that, again, it's a, probably a little bit like season five that, um, you know, we were expecting it to be bad. And, and, and for me, it wasn't as bad as maybe I thought it was going to be when we started. Um, it's definitely one of those ones that um, kind of gets better as it goes along. It's almost like a halfway point. It's, you know, there's some really good stuff um, in the later episodes, but the but the early stuff is a little bit slow to get into. Um, while I quite like the kind of Matt stuff and I didn't mind the, the whole Teddy stuff that we get in this, it's I can totally understand why people wouldn't like it and I'm not going to be all out defending it either. Um, there's a few bumpy bits in the middle in terms of the whole... Um, um, Vanessa Redgrave, I've already forgotten her. Um, Erica, sorry, how could I forget Erica? Um, you know, that, that gets a little bit kind of rocky. And um, then we kind of bring it home. I think we, once they kind of get on the road to the end of the show, they, they do get it right for the most part. Yeah, I think a lot of it too, particularly in the second part, you know, we're, we're focused a lot on this show ending and kind of we're worried about, you know, how's this going to wrap up and how are we going to feel about this show ending, which I guess is a valid point being the final season, but I I guess we're here today to kind of take that out of the equation and really kind of just look at this season as a whole, um, and sort of not necessarily just kind of focus on everything, because that'll be more so next week in terms of, you know, was this wrapped up properly and kind of just going over a variety of things, but, uh, you know, anyone who's obviously listened to our show along the way and heard us recap every single episode and every single season, we'll sort of know the format that we're really going to do here, and, um... You know, I think kind of the, the most exciting part that will come from this episode, which will lead into next week, is, uh, you know, obviously the five moments from this season, which will kind of give us a, our 30 in total moments, which we'll rank next week. And then, of course, today we'll uh, also finally find out our final rankings, I feel, of uh, all the seasons, which maybe next week we might revisit and just kind of see if we want to make any last-minute changes. But, uh, you know, I think the key thing, obviously, we've discussed a lot about this season was that initially they wanted this to be two seasons. Uh, so basically from episodes 1 to 10 was going to be season 6, and then from 11 to 19 was going to be season 7. Uh, and I, I think kind of you can almost tell such a quality split. I mean, it's, it's very similar to last season where they split the seasons in two. 
um, that there was definitely a quality shift. Last season, it kind of was the opposite way around. You know, we sort of had a, a decent first half and a, you know, subpar second half. This time around, we had a, I guess, a pretty roughish first half and a fairly okay second half. So do, do you feel that you wish they had have separated these? Because it might make it easier to kind of be like, oh, look, season six is completely, you know, forgettable. Skip to season seven and there's some redeeming facts. Or do we just have to take the good with the bad? Um, yeah, I think if we had it in two seasons, then we probably would have just been, I imagine we would be coming back here going, what was the point of, you know, the first half or season six, you know, like season seven was great, but why even have that first half? So I think they're kind of screwed either way. They just, they didn't really have a cog, you know, a coherent story from season, episode one through to episode 19. It kind of jumped around a little bit. So I think you can kind of chop the pie up any way you want, but if they're going to go down the road of this, you know, changing the Teddy character and, you know, the, the weird Matt stuff and then the, the Erica stuff, then you're going to have to see it at some point. And I don't really think it matters how you chop the, the kind of seasons up. It's still not going to be great stuff to watch. Well, I, I legitimately think just on that, and I'm just going to say this right now, you could still almost just chew the fat and not have these first 10 episodes of this season and simply have 11 to 19 and nothing really changes. I mean... Okay, uh, you know, we need some conclusions to the Liz and Christian stuff. Fair enough. Uh, you know, Teddy, yeah, okay, we can conclude that. But as we kind of mentioned at the end of last season, you could have done that slightly differently, you know, obviously changing actresses and everything. So kind of a two, a couple of minor things. We never would have had Matt as a mime. We never would have had Matt in jail because I guess at the end of the day, what happens to Matt in the second half of this season really kind of has nothing to do with his time in the first 10 episodes. So, I kind of feel you can just uh, completely erase the 10 episodes that began this season with a couple of rewrites here and there just to type a few loose ends from season five and nothing changes. That's, to me, how insignificant the first half of this season is. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think probably the only thing that's really important is to um, kind of get that kind of Christian Liz storyline because it's hard to believe that was actually see the, the start of season six that we kind of got into the stuff about you know the, the the kind of fallout from Christian not having cancer and and dumping Liz and the divorce and all that kind of stuff. That's actually at the start. So you would you would have needed to address that, but you could have done that pretty much as they do it, you know, over a couple of episodes and just integrate that in. So yeah, I think probably kind of what we get from I'm trying to even like what episode it starts to get better. Um, I, I say season I think eleven. Almost I honestly that's the, just, to interrupt you. I think my personal opinion it's eleven, but I mean, sorry, you might have a different opinion. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't mind the one beforehand, which is the Wesley Clovis, the the um, the whole episode with the, the the guy on death row. I think that's quite an interesting episode. So I wouldn't have minded if we'd kind of had that one chucked in there too. That doesn't mean that everything from episode 10 slash 11 onwards is good. Um, but, uh, you know, if we're trying to build a good season and maybe not a perfect one, then, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of happy with that as an approach. So, yeah, I think you're right. You could have kind of started around about that 10, 11 mark and that would have been a, a really solid season and maybe add an episode to kind of tie up some of the loose ends that we got at the end of season five that you, you kind of need to start um, season six with. But generally speaking, yeah, I think that would have been a, a perfectly fine approach, really. To put it, <coughs> excuse me, to put it into context, um, based on my opinion, I mean, first ten episodes of the season, I binned seven of them, rented three of them, and didn't buy a single one. Um, and yourself, uh, you rented four bought one and binned five. 
So, uh, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, where my opinion really does come from. Whereas if you look at the second half, uh, from 11 to 19, uh, you know, in those, uh, nine episodes, uh, I rented three, bought six. Well, I bought that many. Um, and you rented three, binned one and bought five. So, yeah, I mean, there was a bit of an improvement, I think, in you and I, for the most part, with the exception of maybe two episodes there in that second part of the season, and one in the first part of the season, we shared fairly same, similar opinions. Yeah, I think so, and I, you know, I think that the 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 one that I bought a new bin was the the infamous, you know, Matt gets gets arrested episode, which I think is really a it is a bit of a personal taste episode. I think you you either kind of are probably going to like that episode quite a lot, or you're going to hate it. And you know, I can certainly see why people wouldn't like it as well. I'm I'm not blind to the facts there, so yeah, I can I, I can totally understand the, the viewpoints there. So yeah, I mean that kind of feels that feels right, really. I suppose. Um, yeah, and I'm always a fan of, of less tends to be more on some of these shows. You know, you're probably better to to have a shorter episode run and and have good quality stuff than kind of fill it up with with. And I know they were kind of going for that hundred episode thing. So you know, I would have been fine with nineteen, yeah, with the nineteen episodes if we'd had something worth seeing. And I guess we just don't get something worth seeing um, in some of those earlier episodes. If you're asking me, agree. Um... Now, just quickly before we kind of obviously do our sort of re- recaps of certain sections, I just want to focus quickly on, on an answer I think I will clearly know from this one, considering a lot of your opinions throughout this season. I think the main one that we kind of always did go through, uh, which will be interesting to go over next week, uh, a Christian or a Sean man at this point, Nick? I mean, hashtag Team Christian, hashtag Team Sean. I, I kind of feel I know where you're going to go with this one this season. Oh yeah, I mean it's not. You know, I've been uh, pretty open about the fact that I think that Christian kind of makes himself not quite irredeemable. I think he saves himself in that last episode, but um, I find him quite hard to follow. You know, and, and Christian's never really been the relatable character of these two, so he's always been the more kind of outlandish character. But um, more and more, I think I have enjoyed Sean and, and found him relatable, and found that he has a story that you can kind of. Um, get behind. So, um, I've enjoyed watching Sean more this episode. Um, and even the kind of outlandish, you know, Christian being Christian moments haven't been as fun as I think they, they were in earlier seasons. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard pressed to kind of not agree with you. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, I think this is mainly a Sean season. And, you know, while I'm not down on Christian as you were for, for large portions of this season, um, you know, I like kind of the arc which we get to conclude Christian across these six seasons, but, you know, Sean had the more interesting stuff, um, I think along the way. And I mean, that kind of leads us, I guess, really into our main build cast and kind of highlights, lowlights, thoughts on them and everything along those lines. Obviously, Dylan Walsh, Julian McMahon, Sean Christian, we know those, we've kind of mentioned those. But our other, I guess, main four who, you know, as we've sort of established over the last few seasons, it's kind of remained stable. Um, you know, since season four, that there, there is no change basically from four, five, and six across the board for, um, you know, we're talking main build cast in the opening credits. And, uh, you know, once again, it's, uh, Roman Mafia, of course, as Liz Cruz, John Hensley as Matt McNamara, Kelly Carlson as Kim Henry. And as we discussed a little bit last week, surprisingly that Jolly Richardson still obviously gets this considering she's barely in this season. Uh, I mean, to me, you know, we established in the last couple of weeks of this season, you know, Matt almost becomes a focal point by the end of this. 
Uh, I mean, he had such a roller coaster ride this season from being a mime and going to jail and nearly getting breast implants to murdering someone, um, to working in a carpet store. Uh, you name it, Matt had it this season. Um, obviously, you know, Liz through the opening part of the season with the, the divorce and kind of dealing with that and trying to get back at Christian. Um, before, you know, ultimately, I guess, kind of going back into obscurity, really, Liz, didn't she? Uh, before, right at the end, you know, getting a great sort of finish, you know, get, becoming a partner in the practice, uh, being pregnant and, uh, you know, having a one night stand with a very attractive pharmaceutical rep. Um, and, you know, Julia, there's not a whole lot really to say with Julia. She came in the middle, uh, um, convicted a mum of drug dealing, basically. And she left, you know, marrying a British guy who we never get to meet. And, of course, Kimba, who maybe did she have potentially her strongest season, um, just purely through a lot of the stuff she had and ultimately sadly killed herself. I mean, I, I, I'll say, you know, pro- shout out to Kimba and Kelly Carlson. Just, again, I was a fan of how they ended her character and it really kind of summed her up and I think it felt very right and she had some of her strongest scenes throughout this season did uh, Kelly Carlson so definitely props to her um, you know props to John Hensley I know you'll probably talk a little bit more about him I mean I might not necessarily have liked a lot of the stuff they did with him but you know he pulled off the mime stuff pretty believably I mean he looked like he was in an invisible box so I guess that worked um, he <laughs> you know did great at the end as we kind of established in the last few weeks uh, you know, and again, I might have hated the list stuff and Christian, but again, Roman Murphy's not doing a bad job with it. And Jolly Richardson, by the end, looked hot. So, <laughs> I don't really have a lot more to add on that. Yeah, I think this was a little bit of an, a season where um, a few of the kind of slightly more minor um, characters took a little bit of a front seat and I think you're right with the Matt stuff that we got a lot more Matt in, in this season and um, I'm, I for one am really pleased about that you know I think he's um, got such a lot of potential and we didn't always do a great job I think of exploring what Matt kind of could could bring to the show so I'm really pleased that we've kind of ended with you know a really good opportunity to kind of see see Matt and see a bit more of his story and um, I, I think we're kind of confronted a little bit by the Matt stuff because he doesn't end up kind of being who we maybe expected him to be I think we either kind of expected a you know a happy end well I think I expected either a happy ending for Matt or you know, a really tragic ending when it came to Matt and we kind of got neither we kind of got like a what I think was a really satisfying but kind of unexpected ending for Matt and I, I really like that I think you know um, Sean and Christian stuff is always going to be what it is and generally speaking it was pretty good I like the idea of kind of there wasn't a main bad person for this season it was really the the, the issue was was them dealing with their conflict um, as partners and, and I think that that was a really interesting way to go um, yeah I mean there's not really much more to say about Julia but you know you do have to kind of like the, the stuff around Liz I think it's nice to kind of see her. You know, I've never been the biggest Liz fan. I think that's always been pretty clear. But I think um, we've seen a lot more of, of kind of what she is capable of bringing to the show in the season. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm really pleased that we kind of got what we got from Liz. So all, all around, I'm I'm pretty pleased with, with what we get from all of these characters. Um, is it perfect? No, it's definitely not. And we do go on some kind of unnecessary goose chases to, to get to there in the end. But, um yeah, I mean, I've I've um, I've generally enjoyed the storylines. Well, not the storylines, but I've enjoyed how they've kind of acted, and I think we get a, a pretty satisfying conclusion for all of them.
them more or less by the end, which is the important thing. I think as you summed it up there, I think we've established a lot of what this season had in problems, particularly in that first 10 episodes, is they're all over the shop. There's nothing really sticking. There's no real overall storylines that kind of, you know, were there, and there's a lot of hit and misses going on. So, you know, it, it was spread the love a lot with some of these characters, but, um, you know, obviously there was still a lot of problems. Uh, now, this one, sort of, when we go over, I guess, our recurring cast, it's, um, you know, generally we're sort of focusing on the people here, you know, multiple episodes, but sort of, um, at least throughout the Wikipedia article here, they've kind of separated them into recurring cast and special guest stars, which are kind of, you know, obviously your, your big name celebrity guests, or they've been billed, I should say, as special guest stars, which they haven't really done another season. So I might just kind of combine some of these, because some of these special guest stars are only one episode people, so I don't really want to kind of lump these in. They'll be more in our other section that we'll go through here, sort of with the titular characters and others. But I guess the main ones here that we're focusing on for the ones that were, you know, sort of the main purpose of stories... Uh, you know, we had Teddy, obviously, this time around. Katie Sackhoff had disappeared and turned into Rose McGowan from the very beginning. Um, Vanessa Redgrave was back as Erica, um, there. Uh, we had, uh, Ava, of course, Famke Jansen. Why am I acting like that's a surprising one there? It's just, it's just weird looking through these special guest stars that they've got the sort of one act people, you know, like Francis Conway, Conroy and, uh, you know, Melanie Griffith and Joan Rivers and people like that who really don't deserve to be talked about in this section. Although we do want to talk about Melanie Griffith. Uh, obviously, Mario Lopez came back, was a much bigger role as Dr. Mike. Annie Kelsey was back. Um, they've included here, which is kind of interesting, Matthew Glaver's Jerry, of course, the guy who kills Teddy. I mean, he, I guess he technically was in two episodes, so I guess we can kind of put him in here as a sort of a brief sort of uh, person. Uh, we had Candace Kane as Alexis Stone, uh, everybody's favourite, Gilles Marini as Ronaldo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we obviously had George Newburn as uh, Curtis going on there, Tony Tambi, Nazolo. Um, we loved a bit of Nazolo. Even included a couple here, like the warden and the the agent from sort of Matt's, which, I mean, you know, we can talk about them if you really want to. They've included uh, Robert Lozado here as Escobar Galado, who really was only in one episode, but, uh, you know, he kind of came back for his dreamy kind of sequences. And, of course, everybody's top ten favourite character, Melanie Diaz as Ramona Perez, who we're still obviously mourning, uh, sadly, Matt leaving at the altar. Uh, I mean... You know, I'm going to say Ava, to me, is my favourite. But, uh, you know, randomly, like, I kind of like how they've put uh, Matthew Glade, Jerry. Like, I like, we, we talked about how much we sort of like this creepy killer guy, and not just because he killed Teddy, but just, you know, kind of, it was it was a memorable sort of appearance there from him. Uh, Alexis, obviously, Candace Kane, we talked about, you know, it was a sort of a strong character and sort of, you know, had some issues across those two episodes, but still it was a, it was an interesting one that sort of, you know, touched on the transgender sort of uh, community a little bit more, which was which was interesting. You know, it was kind of good to look at. Um, and you know, the the downs. I mean, I was just mentioned Curtis. You know, Curtis was good. They didn't really explore him too much, uh, and I like the solo. Uh, but I mean, you know, I'm going to be so down on Rose McGowan as Teddy. I don't really think I need to speak out again against her, considering how much I loved Katie Sackhoff's Teddy and how much I despise Rose McGowan's Teddy. Uh, Erica just became something else this time around. Um, we don't really like how they turned that story out. And Ronaldo, well, it's Ronaldo. Yeah, I think you, you capture it pretty well there. It's, you know, there isn't a lot of recurring characters this time around. It's, it's kind of, and rightfully so, you wouldn't kind of want to start with um, all these all new characters all of a sudden. I think that that would probably be a bad idea. I mean, it, it, it can work. You can bring in a, a, an all new character for a final season or a final book or a final movie. And, and obviously people do, but 
um, I think that kind of um, tightening up on the cast is probably the right thing to do. Um, I guess at times it might have felt like they didn't really give these main characters enough to do, and that might be one of the things that we are kind of critiquing this here is that the storyline does kind of drop a little bit and, you know, they kind of just don't really do all that much with these guys, and um, that's a bit of a problem, and maybe having another cast member in here would have worked. And I think maybe if I'm going to make a suggestion it would maybe just bring Ava in earlier mm. um, because you know every, everybody loves Ava um, you know everybody's going to be interested in seeing what she has to bring and you know I, I kind of left pretty satisfied with, with two episodes of it but you know who's going to complain if you get a few more episodes of Ava so maybe that was the thing to do I don't really know but um, it, it just feels like that might have been a little bit of a missed opportunity to kind of bring her in and and, um, and kind of make her the, the centrepiece of, of this um, this final season well you know I'm never going to complain about that um, so I definitely would have uh, you know appreciated that I think you know the, the only risk you run there of course is just repeating storylines and as much as I am not going to be opposed to more Ava I, I kind of feel the two episodes were enough um, I think kind of it worked so um, yeah that's it it's I mean but again I would have definitely liked to uh, have seen that I guess kind of we'll talk about here sort of more so the the characters sort of the titular characters rather than simply the episodes that will be a separate one and I mean look I might just lump in some of those one times here I feel are notable enough to talk about I mean people like you know Lulu and Grand Iron and Annette, sort of those people who kind of were in there for a brief cameo, Joan Rivers in Christian's Dream, you know, I'm not really going to lump them in here, um, just because, you know, I feel we've talked about them before and it was really not of substance, but maybe really the only one here I will lump in here is Melanie Griffith, just as, uh, you know, Kimber's mum, and think, if you think of anyone's here that I don't necessarily remember, because obviously we had, uh, you know, several episodes where the titular character excuse me, and the side surgeon surgery characters were, you know, just as memorable. So any that I forget, obviously, uh, feel free to contribute. I might struggle, as always, with some of uh, who these people were. Um, but obviously in our very first episode, Don Hoberman, which I, if I'm not mistaken, he was the one who wanted the, the peck implants after seeing the ad um, from Mike and everyone, that la- that late night ad, I think so. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, uh, Enigma we had in episode two, of course, was the guy who, uh, you know, had that sort of big twist and killed his parents and uh, everything along those lines. Brigitte Reinholdt, that was the one who Teddy murders, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, the leech lady. Yep, Jenny Juggs, of course. I don't need to uh, remind you who Jenny Juggs is. Um, Abigail Sullivan. So, uh, yeah, Abigail, oh, I remember that one, um, because she was the one during the episode, basically, where Matt gets arrested. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly, um, what she was in there for. Um, oh, was she the one who had the, the little, the, the baby in a shoulder? The, the part oh, of yes, the yes, you're right. Yep. twin? Yes. Yep. 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 Yep, there we go. Uh, obviously, we remember Alexa Stone. She was so good. She had two episodes named after her. Uh, we had Lola Wildolski, of course, who was the the large lady. Uh, very body proud of herself. Benny Nilsson, the young guy who we obviously find out is uh, sadly being, uh, I guess, paraded around by his adopted father for sort of a sex show. Uh, Wesley Clovers, of course, uh, played by the great Eric Stone Street, the uh, death row prisoner. Um... Dan Daly is oh the guy the um he like stabbed himself and bit his lip and uh yep yep we remember that one uh Willow Banks of course was the the very attractive model who hated being attractive um Joel Seabrook was the guy who survived jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge 
Uh, Sheila Carton was the uh, the chimpanzee lady. Am I thinking? Yes, I am. That's the yep. right one. Yep. Uh, now these ones surely should be easier. Virginia Hayes uh, was oh no, the, so uh, the, was the... the the scam artist. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, Dr. Griffin, obviously, was the uh, psychologist. Christian Troy, never heard of him. Uh, Walter and Edith Krieger, of course, were our Holocaust survivors. And Hiro Yoshimura, our uh, Japanese porn star. Wow, I did quite well there, actually, remembering most of those. Um, but, I mean, look, so many. We talked about this so much that one, I guess, real positive for season six and six seasons in is that we really did have some unique and interesting titular characters. I mean, God, uh, through 19 of those... Uh, 20, really, of course, if we had two in one episode, really, didn't we? Well, I guess, no, 19, because we had two of Alexis. Um, you know, some unique ones there, some very memorable ones. Jenny Juggs, I mean, God, like, absolutely hilarious. We love that one so much. You know, Alexis, we can't stand by, stand away and say that she wasn't memorable. Lola was fantastic. You know, Wesley Clovis, we were very high up on that. And really, every one of these, you know, maybe the fact that I did remember them better than I thought so was because, we just had some memorable and unique ones. We we completed Taboo Bingo by bringing Nazis into the equation, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just such some standouts. If I had to choose a personal favourite, um, really, I might pick uh, Jenny Juggs just because I just think that was just a fun one. Uh, and that's not to take away from the other ones that we've been so high up on. But we even had, and I'm sure you'll probably uh, bring in some more here, but some of our side ones, obviously, we had uh, the guy who was in the coma, um, who, you know, died, didn't die, went back into a coma. Um, gosh, was this, this is the one where we had the, uh, the, um, oh, the, the choked himself, the, the jerky guy. Um, that guy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, I, I, I'm really good. But like, seriously, a shining light for this season. A lot of our titular and surgery patients, which, you know, again, props to everybody in this season for such a, a downer on the season. And just some other one time people that obviously I'm very happy with Molly Price, you know, of course, going to bring her up. Uh, in Dr. Griffin as, uh, the wife who obviously ended up shooting Dr. Griffin essentially. Um, yeah. and yeah, I'm sure you might remind me of some that I'm missing. Um, there's none that are kind of jumping out, but I'm sure we will, uh, we will remember them as we go along. Um, of course, the minute you, you stop talking about it, you suddenly remember them, but, um. Wayne Knight! Wayne yeah, Knight was in this season! Dennis Nedry was in this season! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, lest we forget. Yeah, and then obviously, yeah, the um, yeah, or as you say, you, you um, the the in terms of lawyers, there was uh the mayor from Spin City. I should know his name. And um, uh, Brad yeah, he was from here uh, as well. Rocky Horror Picture Show, of course. Yes. Yep, yep. So no, there's some some quite big names here. So yeah, I think that, that that's really cool. Um, and yeah, little baby Raphael. I suppose we should we should name him as well. He's a bit of a patient, uh, quite an important character, I guess. Um, so yeah, I think there's some some good ones there. Look, if I'm talking about um these titular characters that I really like, I think there are some really good ones. Um, yeah, I mean Jenny Juggs is a bit of a standout just because of you know the whole story there. I think the Lola one was really good as well. I thought that was we kind of got you know a good episode through her when we needed it, um, which I thought was really good. And um, I know it's really fresh in our mind, but I actually do really like um, our um, hero, Yoshimura. I think that was, um, you know, a really good kind of funny one to finish on. And, you know, it wouldn't have been nip tuck without that really funny scene, you know, the kind of um, where he dies having sex at the, you know, at the end. I think that was, you know, just kind of something you need to kind of cap the show off, really. And, yeah, and I, I just quickly, I should have mentioned as well, uh, I mean, I know I'm a bit fresh in the mind, but, yeah, Melanie Griffith, you know, kind of like, it's gone to the days of season four where, you know, every week we kind of had like five A-listers in this show and obviously even season five, you know, with people like Bradley Cooper and, you know, we've sort of 
shied away a little bit more of this season, but um, you know Wayne Knight's still a pretty big name, and the, yeah, the, we've both gone blank on uh, the the other guy in that episode. But uh, you know Melanie Griffith, you know Academy Award nominated actress, you know wasn't a list. <laughs> Excuse me, I keep choking this episode. A-lister for a, a long time. I mean, some argue she probably still is an A-lister. But, uh, you know, to have her in this as well and just kind of really bring out who you think Kimber's mum's going to be. So, yeah, just a little word there for her. And just really on the episodes too, kind of obviously lumping this in a little bit. Um, I'm not going to go through them all again, but based on, you know, here really kind of the best and the worst. <laughs> a lot of worse in this episode, uh, this season, sorry. Um... But, yeah, I mean, to me, my best episode of this season was Dan Daly, um, the 11th episode. Uh, it's reflected on my rankings as well. Um, I mean, that kind of is always the episode that I came into this season when I would say, like, look, there's maybe one episode I really like, uh, which has turned out to be a few more than that, really, obviously, in the grand scheme of things. But um, to have this flashback of how Christian and Sean meet... Uh, to, to kind of really stick true to a lot of the continuity and the stories we've heard about how these two meet. You know, I really appreciate it. They were just spot on on the casting of young Christian and young Sean. Just so, so spot on. And young Julia as well. Just like absolutely spot on. So yeah, that definitely stands out to me. I mean, that, that's come at 43rd out of 100 episodes. So, you know, when I eventually publish this list and maybe kind of write a couple of words about each episode, you know, to get to 43 and finally have a season six episode, it might seem like a long way, but maybe that just speaks for this season. Uh, and a couple of other standouts. I guess the other buys that I had this season, um, which all but two snuck into the top half of Nip Tuck. Um, Virginia Hayes, to me, was the next best episode, uh, followed by Edith and Walter Krieger, Joel Seabrook, Hiro Yoshimura, the finale, at 52. And the worst of the worst for me, yeah, Alexis Stone Part 2 just didn't do anything for me. We we definitely talked very much down on that one. Uh, that, to me, has turned out to be the third worst episode in the history of Nip Tuck. Obviously, I was very down on Abigail Sullivan, where that uh, might end up being your best. I don't know, but it's definitely up there for you, of course, because I know you bought that episode. And, uh, yeah, even the premiere episode of this season ended up as the 94th, uh, out of 100 episode of Nip Tuck. So, yeah, a lot of, bo- a lot of bins this season, but, uh, still a couple of, uh, standout episodes. Yeah, well, I think we probably ended up buying more than we expected, which is, which is cool. Um, it's quite interesting just looking on the IMDb list. I mean, um, the, the lowest ranked season six episode is actually, um, ranked 99th. Um, and that's Christian Troy 2. And I, I, I know we didn't love that episode, but I would definitely wouldn't say it was the worst of the season. It just kind of felt a bit jarring in the middle of these, these, um, other pretty good episodes that we kind of get this one in the middle that kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So yeah, I was kind of surprised that, that, that was the one that's ranked the last, but the IMDb list is all over the place. Um, yeah, so um, we shouldn't read too much into that. But um, in terms of episodes, I like. Yeah, I mean, I did want to just give a real quick um, call out to the Abigail Sullivan episode. I know that uh, it was pretty controversial. We were quite on, on opposing ends at that one, and I understand why. But there was some, I think, some good kind of dramatic moments there. Um, one of the ones that I think is a really interesting and different episode, but a really enjoyable one, is actually the Doctor Griffin episode. I think that's, um, yeah. you know, that's. Um, um, you just get a lot of these kind of character moments between the two of them kind of in one room. And um, again, I think that might be a bit polarizing. People might get a bit bored by that, but um, I would think most people who are fans of the show would really appreciate that because it's, you know, it's really getting to the meat of who these two guys are. So yeah, I really enjoy that one. Um, and I, you know, I think we probably can't go away from 
talking about the um, you know the Joel Seabrook episode, which is basically the um, where we, you know the the final moments here where Kimber jumps off the back of the boat, and and you know there's a whole lot of stuff around kind of suicide in that in that episode. So it's really heavy stuff, but really enjoyable. Enjoyable is not the right word, but you know it's a it's a quite an engrossing episode of the show. It's interesting you bring up the IMDb, and I think this may be something we will bring up a little bit more next week when we kind of go over some of these ratings and reviews and everything along those lines. But, yeah, it's actually IMDb has their sort of episodes ranked, uh, and TV.com, which is something we haven't really mentioned a whole lot throughout this, they also do a similar thing. They just don't kind of have the numbers next to it. You kind of have to count from the bottom. But I'm just looking here in terms of uh, TV.com, their lowest-rated season six episode is actually Hiro Yoshimura, um, which is, uh, if I just quickly do some counting here, the sixth worst episode, so 94th, that is. Um, so, yeah, interestingly, both lists have the same worst episode and the same best episode. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. So, yeah, interesting ones there, really. Um, uh, and kind of, you know, get some real viewpoints and kind of where some, maybe yours and my minds have been up. But I think a lot of our minds kind of do sort of relate a lot to kind of some of these ones here as well. But um, I guess kind of a few things really here to kind of wrap it up. This sort of first one is kind of the nail in the coffin, I guess, when it comes to our rankings, um, which is the season rankings. Now, I will just kind of preface, like, again, you did this during halfway through season five, and I can't remember really if we did it sort of this season, but obviously give me your, your final rank, and that will kind of give us our sixth season rank. And again, we might revisit this next week if you kind of have any last-minute changes. But maybe even just if you want to just as a side note, first of all, start off with if this was a two, like two seasons instead of one, how would you rank it? So again, season, episodes one to 10 is season six and 11 to 19 is season seven. So maybe if you want to give me sort of a fantasy ranking with that in mind and your final ranking. Well, I think if we're, if we're doing that, then, you know, the, the fantasy season six would easily be the worst. You know, it is, there's not a lot to recommend it. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's an easy discussion. It's really about whether or not the second half of the season kind of pushes up. And I think it probably, for me, it probably does push up ahead of season three, which I think I've currently got at the bottom of my rankings. Um, and, you know, and, and then there's a discussion about whether or not the, the second half of this season pushes up above season four five um i think overall quality if you're going to do it that way yes it probably would so it would probably end up sitting kind of fourth behind you know um season one two and four um you then would probably have the second half of season six then five three and the and the first half of season six so that's probably how i would rank it um if i was going to do that so that's kind of where where my head's at i guess i think the second half is really it's good and i think it probably as we talked a little bit in the finale is that it kind of it ties up all the loose ends which is really really important you know you kind of need to do that so um i've got to give it props for that so i mean if we're going to then kind of look overall um, at these seasons, you know, like I, I keep going back to how much I dislike season three. Um, and, you know, there is definitely some bad stuff in there, but I think there's also some really good stuff in there as well. So I think I'm in quite a similar position and I'm, it's definitely between six and three as to what my, my least favorite season is. Um, and it, it's kind of really, really close, but I think 
kind of the, the the crappy stuff in season six is kind of it's really not good whereas i think that the stuff in season three it kind of annoys you more because it's like we could be talking about something better here um you know we've got these great characters and we've come off an awesome season in season two um and so it's just kind of annoying whereas season six it kind of just feels like uh, a lot of it just feels irrelevant and bloated and you know a bit of a mess so i think I, you know, it, there's not much in it, but I'm, I am going to put six last, um, noting that we probably enjoyed it more than we expected to. Um, then the only other question I've got is, I know, and I talked about this at the end of um, season five, I think, was whether I was going to change my first two around, and I've thought a little bit about it, and I'm still not entirely sure, but I think um, even though statistically I probably you know had season four as the as the more solid season i actually think that season two is just so iconic there's so many big moments in that and i think you know every time if you're going to pop something in just to watch an episode in the background i'm probably always going to you know my head's going to turn first to season two so i am going to leave season two as my top season so i guess that makes my rankings overall two then four then one then five then three then six correct that is exactly what i have in front of me um if these were separate, I mean, I guess kind of, you know, we should have really done the long-term game is we should be doing the same for five here and kind of keeping that in our fantasy stakes because, you know, same situation, but we kind of went over that last season. Um, if this was separated, I would have six as last and I probably still would put seven as second last and that's just not because I think it's terrible. I think kind of three, five and seven then would be very close. I still think three, well, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not as down on as much as you are. I still would argue that three just overall is just a lot more consistent in the fact that it's, it's a shorter season. And yeah, there's some storylines that kind of go nowhere, but still you feel like there's a grand plan to this season. Whereas five is two halves and disjointed amongst many things. And kind of, you know, we go all over the place for a large portion of it. Still very entertaining though. And then seven would be, you know, kind of, you know, coherent in the fact that we've got a, a plan to go to, and yeah, we've got some solid episodes, but there are still a lot of misses along the way in the best parts of these episodes, if that makes sense. So that's just where I would go with that, but I really don't think it's any surprise where I'm putting this in. The fact I still will put this last, I just think that the first half of this season is just so bad, and as a collective season, you just you just really just don't know what we're watching, and even kind of as I said, that you can just erase these ten episodes with just a few tweaks here and there, and nothing changes. And that's to me, I can't say that purely about any you know second half of season five. Like we went over that, and kind of you know as a precursor to season six, but they still tried things, and they're still storylines that are kind of rushed, but they feel more grand plan-y than we do with the first half of season six. So, yeah, I, I'll have it last. Um, but I, I kind of felt mentally that always would be the case. Having said that, I think probably mentally I always thought season two would be number one, and it hasn't ended up that way. So my final rankings, and I'm not changing any of these. Um, so, yes, somehow season four ends up as number one. Season two as number two, season one, number three, season three, number four, season five, number five, and season six, number six. So, um, there you go. There's our uh, final ratings. Maybe, again, you might have a change of heart in a week, Nick, and you might want to change them. I don't know. Um, but for the final time, we're going to come up with five moments to rank uh, as our top five moments of the season. And these will also be the final five nominees ahead of our top ten overall moments of six seasons of Nick Tuck. So, have 100 episodes next week. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think kind of this season we, we just put up a few random ones here and there because, you know, pretty much all the key moments happen right at the end of the season, which is, I guess, notable. But, um, I mean, before I kind of mention... Actually, I'll, I'll flat out mention the obvious ones here that I think we're all... We're both kind of going to be in agreement. Kimber suicide, I think we've we've both very much established should and will be in this. And obviously, we're not doing the order just yet. This is just kind of getting the five knuckled down. Uh, so, Kimber suicide. And then we really kind of had... Two slash three in the final episode, didn't we? Uh, and then we obviously had one at the end of the set penultimate episode. So other ones here, I think, kind of really in the, the frame here is um, the, you know, Matt leaving Ramona at the altar um, and kind of just that lump in the, the table scene with uh, Q, uh, Christian, Julia and Sean at the wedding. Um, then in the final episode, uh, the dinner table scene to me should be in there. Um, and then the Christian, Sean, sort of, uh, tell me what you don't like about yourself, sort of, I guess, Christian finally letting Sean go. Uh, and then the final, sort of, basically, um, the, from the airport onwards. So, you know, Sean and Christian's final scene together, and then Christian in the bar. So that's the, that's sort of the ones there. So that's kind of five there. But one I'll just kind of put in the frame, um, that, out of the ones that I sort of wrote down on a piece of paper, kind of, you know, oh, this could be in there, this could, oh, maybe, maybe. Um, to me would be Matt uh, at the petrol station uh, pointing the gun at Christian. Uh, that maybe would be the only one that I would say, look, that could be in the frame here. I know I did not like that episode, but, I mean, I think that is a solid enough scene. So that, that's kind of the six I'll put up. I don't know if you've got any more you want to put in the conversation. Um, well, I think that, it, you know, we've just had this conversation about the second half of the season is better than the first. And, you know, and, and I think that that kind of mirrors in our in our top scenes. I think, yeah, totally, that most of them are going to come from these last two or, or three episodes. Um, and, and that makes total sense to me. I think that that is the correct thing to be doing because that's where all the, the meat of the story is. So I'm really comfortable with that approach. Um, yeah, I think probably the only other one that I looked at was, yeah, that Abigail Sullivan episode, I really liked it, and I thought there were some good kind of moments between um, between kind of Matt and Sean, I thought, more than Matt and Christian. But um, I'm actually, you know, I'm not that wedded to them. I, I would say that probably we've got our five, really. I think that you've kind of labelled them, and, and I think that those are the correct ones to have. Um, I would just lump in there that I, I actually... I don't love the absolute final scene between Christian and Sean. Not that it's not a great scene. It is really good, but it kind of feels like, you know, if, if I was really going to cut one, I think that you could do that in terms of the actual quality of the scene. But the importance of the scene is so high that I think you have to have it. So it's one of those weird ones where, you know, I'm kind of judging it because it's actually a really important scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool. You know, sometimes I think you do have to put put maybe not an absolute killer scene in there because it it is, it is actually really important to the overall story. So, um, yeah, I, got, I just kind of wanted to make that point because, um, you know, I think it is really hard. I, I, I absolutely love the scenes with Matt and that Abigail Sullivan episode, but I also acknowledge that, you know, not everybody's going to love that, that episode, all those scenes. So I'm not willing to fight over them. I think that it's, it's good. It's, you know, they're kind of, they're just kind of, um, I guess, honorable mentions to me. And I'm, I'm quite happy to just let them slide off the board because I think that the other ones are more important to the overall story. So essentially I gave six. So we're, the only one we're scrapping off is the, the Matt scene from Abigail Sullivan. So we've got our five then. Essentially. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So order then, um, I, sometimes it's easier for us to give the most important scene out of all of these. 
Um, I mean, look, I mean, I think it's probably going to be the Christian Sean sort of, I'm going to let you go scene. But I mean, I could maybe argue for Kimber's suicide. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a tricky one. Yeah, it is. It's trickier than I kind of expected. I think it's, um, we can't work from the bottom up if you kind of think there may be a, you know, if you think there's one out of these that stands out as easily the fifth moment. Um, maybe the dinner table scene is the fifth. Yeah, I think probably the dinner table one is the fifth because I think it's just, it, it's kind of like encapsulates everything without being, um, you know, an, an absolutely knockout scene. I think it's just a, a kind of, you would have been disappointed if you didn't get this because it's been a bit of a staple of, you know, kind of, um, finale scenes. You know, we, we use in that same music that we've had in other ones. So yeah, I think that that makes sense that maybe put that as, as number five. All right. We've well, locked and loaded number five down. Um, so, and I think probably number four is is in my mind is probably the Matt wedding. You know, mm-hmm. I think that probably makes sense to put in a, at number four. Um, then I think we're probably talking about. Um, <sighs> look, I, I I think probably we we need to put one of the finale scenes as as the top. The, you know, to me, I think even though I think the Kimber scene's really good, I think. You know, if we if we're gonna look at in terms of importance, I think it has to be a finale scene. As, so we'll put Kimber at number two it's, it's, to interrupt you there. Yeah, so I think so. I think yes, yeah, so I think Kimber at number two, and I think we're just fighting on whether or not we think the and and, and you know like what I'm gonna say is that I think while I I've just said I don't think it's the greatest scene, I think it's potentially one of the most important. And if they'd kind of got it wrong, it would have been really really bad. So um, I may be kind of slightly contradicting myself, but but maybe we put the the final kind of farewell scene as, as our number one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about that, and I definitely see where you would go with the other one. Um, but, yeah, like, in terms of importance, for sure, I think that we have that. So, just quickly to clarify here, so, Kim Suicide was in Joel Seabrook, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just doing some on-air typing here, folks, and we will confirm this for you, which you can, of course, read on our website. Um, so, you know, we obviously, as always, would love to have this as a video, which we do still create the video, but uh, sadly, copyright restrictions online do prevent us from posting these moments. Hopefully that might change one day. So uh, episode three, I guess we could label that as Christian Let's Sean Go in the Office. Uh, to pursue a new career. Episode 19, Hiro Yoshimura. And then the number one moment would be, uh, Christian and Sean's final scene together and Christian at the bar. So, there we go. Alright, so from five down to one, our final five nominees and I guess for our top ten moments in the history of Nip Tuck. And the five moments that we deem the best of the season from five to one. Number five, the dinner table scene in the finale, episode 19, Hiro Yoshimura. Number four is Matt runs away from his wedding with Ava in episode 18, Walter and Edith Krieger. Number three, Christian lets Sean go in the office to pursue a new career, episode 19, Hiro Yoshimura. Number two is Kimber's suicide, episode 13, Joel Seabrook. And number one, Christian and Sean's final scene together and Christian at the bar, episode 19, Hero Yoshimura. So this might be the first time we've ever had three scenes from one episode and four scenes from basically back-to-back episodes. Um, so yeah, interesting little one 
there to go through. So again, theoznetwork.net, head to our website, find our Season 6 recap article, and you can see, obviously, our final rankings of the season, as well as our final five rankings here of Season 6. Nick, this is it. Season 6 done. That's our final season recap. We've only got one more episode to go of our nip-tuck coverage here on the Oz Network, and that's coming back next week for a series recap. And, I mean, it's not going to be really much of a, you know... A format as such, it's really just going to be, I guess, a general discussion. We'll talk about what we do along the way. Um, obviously, you know, finalise our top ten moments and kind of just conclude what's been a, a fun ride of this show. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, coming back next week and being able to do that. Just having a good old time and, and talking about what a great show this is. And I can't think of a better way to, to kind of finish it all off, really. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. You can still like us on Facebook, subscribe on all the relevant channels, follow us on Twitter, on YouTube, or on Instagram, and we obviously appreciate any comments you do wish to leave us and feedback you want to give us as well, and maybe throw out some suggestions, maybe some from other shows you want us to uh, to cover in the future. I know a few people have done that already, but, uh, you know, we'll discuss that a little bit next week or maybe where the direction is going to go for uh, another rewatch potentially in the future but until then thank you for tuning in to our season six recap of nip tuck my name is ben and i've been waiting 20 years to point out your flaws <laughs> and i'm nick and i want to do 10 tit jobs a day thank you for listening to the oz network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at the oz network.net <laughs>